What can you do if your aging parent with memory loss refuses to admit to their problems or is waving off your suggestions that they get help? Stay tuned to find out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Helping Older Parents with Memory Loss, a video podcast series that gives you strategies and information about assisting aging parents who are experiencing memory or thinking problems. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Kernison, board-certified geriatrician and the founder of Better Health While Aging and also of the Helping Older Parents online programs. In this episode, I'm going to address something that is one of the most common sticking points that families encounter when it comes to aging parents with memory loss. And that is, what can you do if your aging parent is getting upset or is refusing to talk when you bring up your concerns about their memory? This situation is very common and it's often so frustrating for families. On one hand, you're noticing memory loss or other worrisome signs. And especially if you've been following this video podcast series or if you've done some research on your own, you know that developing a poor short-term memory or frequent confusion is not normal aging. Instead, it's the sign of a problem with brain function. It's a sign of what we call cognitive impairment. And it means that your parent needs a medical evaluation to help your family figure out what might be causing their problems. On the other hand, people with memory loss or thinking problems are often not receptive to talking about these issues. In fact, in many cases, they might even be completely unaware of the difficulties we're having. We call this lack of insight in geriatrics, and it's one of my personal 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's, which I covered in a previous episode. Or your parent might be feeling defensive because sometimes people with memory loss at some level do feel like they are slipping and that's often very scary for people. All of this means that when there have been signs of memory loss or thinking problems and well-meaning family members bring up their concerns, it's common for the older person to deny that there's a problem, refuse to talk about it, refuse to disclose whether they've talked to their doctor about it, or refuse to go to the doctor for this problem. If you found yourself in this position, you are not alone. Now, there are some aging parents who are able to admit to their memory or thinking problems or who fairly readily agree to get the medical evaluation, but many don't. So if you found yourself getting into endless arguments with your parents, or if you're at your wit's end as to what to do, let me explain some better ways to talk to your parent about this issue. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, there is no magic formula that makes this quick and easy. But it is possible to make headway when you change your approach to communicating with someone who has memory loss. You just have to use better communication techniques and then practice and persist. Now, in a moment, I'm gonna take you through a five-step process you can use. But first, I wanna tell you something that is very important to having better communication when someone is cognitively impaired. And that is this. If you are like most people, you've been trying to get them to understand. You've been trying to get them to understand the situation, your concerns, why you're bringing this up, and so forth. But here's the thing. This approach almost never works. Now, in a moment, I'm gonna explain what works better. But for now, I wanna tell you that it will really help once you stop focusing on getting them to understand you and your concerns. That means that you'll need to stop focusing on things like explanations, getting them to listen, getting them to understand, 
or trying to get them to agree. Instead, you'll need to focus on activities and conversations that help you understand them. So whenever you get stuck with your aging parent, and especially in these early stages, I highly encourage you to think of yourself as a detective. Your job, especially when you're trying to help with memory loss concerns, is to figure out your parents' understanding of the situation and how they feel about it. Let me now take you through a five-step process you can follow. So step one is stop trying to explain, convince, or get them to understand. I know, I just mentioned this, but it's so important that I'm putting it as step one. And again, it's normal to feel like if we could just get them to listen to our explanations, they'll understand and agree. The trouble is this approach often doesn't work with people in general, and it definitely doesn't work well when an aging adult develops memory loss or other symptoms of cognitive impairment. So when it comes to explanations, my rule in memory loss is it's okay to try once, maybe twice, but if it's not working, please back off from the focus on trying to explain and convince. And instead, switch to a focus on connecting. A connecting conversation is one in which the other person feels validated and supported. And we'll talk more about what that looks like and how to do it with a parent with memory loss in a moment. Now for step two. Step two that I recommend is observe your parent. So before talking to your parent, I recommend making sure you've had a chance to discreetly observe them. Why? Because when you talk to your parent, it's good to try to get their take and perspective regarding certain specific signs or difficulties that you've observed. In terms of what to observe, I would recommend checking for two types of difficulties. Signs and symptoms of cognitive impairment, such as warning signs of Alzheimer's, and then signs of trouble with daily self-care tasks, such as IADLs, instrumental activities of daily living, and ADLs, activities of daily living. If you need a list of cognitive warning signs, be sure to check out my video on signs of cognitive impairment in aging. Or you can get a cheat sheet as part of my book, When Your Aging Parent Needs Help. And if you need a list of ADLs or IADLs, that's covered in one of my other videos. Now that you have a few specific observations and concerns in mind, let's move on to step three and the actual conversation. So step three is to find a time to talk and then inquire gently to get your parents' take on what you've observed. To bring up a concern, I recommend briefly describing an observation or incident and then inviting your parent to tell you more. For example, I heard from our neighbor that you seemed to have some trouble driving home the other day and ended up parked in her driveway. That seems unlike you. Can you tell me more about what happened? Or, I noticed that you seem to have forgotten that we visited Mary just recently. Have you felt like you're having more trouble remembering things? Or, Dad seems to be getting really irritated with you. He says you don't remember the things he tells you or things you're supposed to do. How does it make you feel when he gets so upset? After this, your job is to observe what your parents seem to remember about the incident and create a safe space for them to express their perspective, feelings, and concerns. Specifically, you'll be looking to understand things like, is my parent aware of the problem? If so, how does it seem to make them feel? Defensive? Anxious to get it looked into? Anxious that others might notice? If my parent is aware, what do they think might be causing the issue? What are they thinking might help? And 
What are my parents' desires and fears when it comes to these problems? And what are they when it comes to their life in general? And then, is my parents' doctor aware of their difficulties? Does my parent sound open to bringing this to the doctor's attention? Now, you'll want to be very careful about asking your parent why, or why did you do that? Asking why tends to make people defensive. Instead, it's better to say something encouraging like, hmm, tell me more, or hmm, and how did you feel about that? Also, it's best to really avoid saying things like, don't you remember? Okay, let's now talk about step four. Step four is validate your parents' concerns, emotions, and perspective. As you listen to your parents' perspective, and also whenever you talk to your aging parents, make an effort to validate their concerns and emotions. Even if they say things that aren't true, that you disagree with, or that seem crazy. This starts with not trying to explain away their concerns or opinions. So if you've observed that they're often quite forgetful, but they insist that they haven't been forgetting anything and they find it annoying that you're asking about their memory, you don't want to counter at that moment with the evidence that they are in fact forgetful. Instead, you want to use something like reflective listening in which you say something like, okay, what I'm hearing is that you're not concerned about your memory and it's bothering you that I've been asking about it and you'd prefer that I'd stop bringing this up. Now, People sometimes find it hard to validate when their parent says something that's untrue because they don't want to reinforce the mistaken belief. So for instance, if your parent is convinced that someone has been coming into the house at night, you might worry that validation is going to further entrench their belief. Fortunately, it's usually possible to provide some validation without completely endorsing or encouraging the mistaken belief. So again, if your parent is convinced that someone is coming into the house, you could say something like, I can tell how worried you are about this. Why don't I look into it and see if the neighbors have noticed anything? In the meantime, what would help you feel safer at night? Now, there is so much more I could say about responding to mistaken beliefs. I actually have a whole lesson on it in my Helping Older Parents with Memory Loss course, but I'll leave that for another episode. For now, we'll move on to the last step. And step five is close or transition the conversation with something that generates a positive feeling for your parents. This is especially important if your parent is getting upset or seems distressed by the talk. The idea now is to bring up something that will help your parent feel good about themselves and about you. So it can be an expression of love and caring, such as, I just wanted to ask about this because I care so much about you and I want you to be part of my life for as long as possible. You can also potentially transition your parents' attention to something they'd enjoy talking about. And that's it for the five steps. If you use these techniques when you talk to your aging parent with memory loss, your conversations should become less contentious. You'll also learn really valuable information on how your parent sees things which will help you later formulate a plan when it's time to step in and take action to help your parent get needed care. If you'd like to learn more about how and when to step in to help your parent with memory loss make changes or address safety issues, be sure to check out my free online workshop for families, which comes with a PDF cheat sheet summarizing my best suggestions on how to talk to a parent with memory loss. You can find a link to this free workshop posted below this video. Or for more on how to help your parent with memory loss, 
Just be sure to subscribe as I'll be covering more on how to address the most common challenges and frequently asked questions in upcoming videos. Thank you, take care, and hope to see you again soon in an upcoming episode.